This is Defiance County Economic Development's Working It podcast, proudly sponsored by Defiance County Ohio Means Jobs. Join us as we take a behind-the-scenes look at innovative companies located right here in our great county, working hard to make dynamic products and services for the nation and the world. Along with today's special guest, here's your host, Erica Willitzer. Well, hello. Thank you so much for joining us for the Working It podcast. I'm your host, Erica Willitzer, along with our other co-host, Hannah Waterman. Say hello, Hannah. Hello. And we have a very special guest here in the studio with us today. And I'm going to let her introduce herself, but I can tell you right now, Hannah was jacked up about having you here because she said that you bring so much value just from what what she's gotten to to research and review about you so Ashley introduce yourself tell us all about you yeah so my name is Ashley DeLuca Um, I'm an email marketing strategist but on the other side of it as well too um, I'm also a CEO in a digital marketing company as well so really what we focus on is going through the process of helping you market with a relationship-based approach so everything is conversational everything is about the people and within that um, I just like have thrived and grown and just absolutely love being able to share that with the world so tell us a little bit about like your journey. You're from Defiance, right? Yes, ma'am. But you didn't always live in Defiance. Tell us how, why you came back home. We love hearing <laughs> these kinds of stories. Yeah, so it ended up happening, um, just like any girl, I ended up like, small town vibes, right? You know, you're just like, there's so much more to the world than just defiance. And so I kind of follow along with that path after I went to Northwest State. I was like, okay, cool. Like, let's go get the bachelor's. Like, let's go do the things. I was always, well, I'm still am super incredibly ambitious and wanting to like create that drive and create that momentum in my world and life. And I was like, okay, just follow the check boxes. It's going to happen. It's going to be good. Like, you're going to be happy. Um, Ended up going to Ohio State, you know, so moved down to Columbus did not like it was just not my vibe like it just did not work out very well for me like going from like northwest state where you literally know everybody everybody knows you and then to ohio state where you're just like one in a fishbowl and you're just like this is way too crowded um so ended up like leaving ohio state ended up pursuing online college for a while as i continued to build my corporate career and so i started to build this corporate like ladder going up the things and i kept getting denied for what i truly wanted to do which was marketing And I had all the credentials, I had the knowledge, but because I didn't have that like finalized degree, no one would look at my application, like no one would give me the time of day. And it was just like constantly just that back and forth, back and forth of that wall. And I was like, all right, hold up. So went to Panera with my best friend, Cece. She's double the age, double the wisdom. So at this time, I'm like early 20s and she's like early 40s, we'll be modest here. And she... (laughs) Um, so we were sitting down at Panera and she's like, Ashley, you know, you could just like go and do that though, right? Like you don't have to have anyone else give you permission to go and do what you want to do. And so I opened my first business, uh, Blank Slate Media Consulting while I was at Panera. And I went through this whole thing of like just figuring it out. I did Craigslist ads, websites for $50. I did social media a whole month for a hundred, which if anybody who does those things now is probably shuddering at those prices. Uh, 
Because that was like beyond cheap. I was just like. Were you making like a cent an hour? Yeah, basically. (laughs) I mean, it was so bad. But I was, yeah, just trying to figure it out. Um, So kind of like moving on along in the story, ended up like creating the whole life, ended up getting married, had the kid, had the dog, did the custom built house down in Hocking Hills. And then I left all of it. Like, I left every single piece of it behind. We literally went down in a U-Haul, packed up my stuff, left, came back up to Defiance, and literally rebuilt my entire life from, like, literally the foundation up um, and just have basically has thrived from there. Nice. Nice. Now, as far, let's you wanted to ask a question about um, some of the, the education background, right? Yeah. As far as your plan at Northwest State, can you tell us, um, what you did at Northwest State that helped you in your career today? Oh my gosh. So this is so funny. I, um, when I was in Northwest State, again, I had this very much so corporate career like focus where I was like, no, I don't need to make no business plan. I'm not interested in entrepreneurship. I was like, the corporate life is where I want to go. Like, that's what I want to do. And so when I was in Lisa Beecher's marketing class, one of the things that she had us do was make a marketing plan for a business, like from the ground up. What would the business idea be? What would it look like? What are your startup expenses? And I always was like, again, very competitive. And I was like, always like competing with like some of the people in my class. And we ended up presenting it to a board of local business owners at Northwest State. And we like went through the process of sharing what this business plan was and everything. And everyone's like, I don't understand why you wouldn't do that. Because everyone else is like, I'm going to go build a farm and you got to have all this money. For me, I already had everything. I had a laptop. That's all I needed to run this business. And so I ended up at when I was at Panera, I ended up pulling that out of my files because I kept everything for whatever reason from college. And I like pulled up that file. And I was like, I literally use that as my map to start Blank Slate Media Consulting. I think that is a, a great nugget for people that are listening that might want to start a new business or people that are like at that point where they need to scale up their business. Yeah. It's really good to have a map, a roadmap to kind of lay it out. And there are tons of different resources. You can always reach out to Lisa Beecher. She's one of our partners here at Defiance County Economic Development. But there are a lot of resources if you just go online. Like you said, it's right there on your laptop. You can mind map it out. I, I geek out over that kind of stuff. One of the things that you also said that I think is key, it's critical, is trying to build your brand by relationships, build your business by relationships. I'm just going to be straight up honest. There are people that they try it and they fail miserably. And it's not because they, they're bad at relationships. It's bad that they, they don't come off authentic. So how, what do you say to those kinds of people? What tips do you give them? For the longest time, I was so afraid to show my face on my website. There was like so many times where people would go and they're like, I don't even know what you look like because I was so afraid of like showing who I was because I was so like in that spot where I wasn't confident or I wasn't, um, I was still trying to figure out who I was, like honestly. And so for me, what it really looked like was just like piece by piece, like just sharing one piece. So for a while, it was just like, I'm going to tell everybody that I have a dog. And that was how I started to connect with people. And one of uh, my first website projects, they were like, I honestly like decided to go with you over another one because you have this dog and you're really like personal about your dog. It's the strangest (laughs) thing. It's the strangest thing. It's not. I'm telling you, babies, dogs, (laughs) and kittens. That's it right there. (laughs) And so, I mean, if you're really struggling with that and you're just like, it, I, for me, I don't like attach any timeline to a relationship at all. 
because a lot of times for me, what it would look like is I would send out an email to my like email list or I would like go to a networking event and it would be three years later before someone comes back around and is like, hey, I'm actually ready to hire you for what you do. And I don't have any like timeline attached and I just try to show up fully as myself regardless of any other things like around me, regardless of the rest of the environment. No, that's a, that's some great advice. And you know, the other thing that we, we work with and Hannah actually specializes in it is the workforce here locally working with companies. Hannah, what are some of the things that you hear from different businesses that they struggle with when recruiting or maybe marketing for those positions? Yeah, they just can't find the workers right now. And I'm wondering from you, how do they use social media and email marketing to help fill those workforce gaps? Yeah, so specifically on the email marketing side, there's definitely a couple things that you can do. Um, I think what's really important for a lot of individuals right now, like I'm, I'm 27, so for me, my age, when I'm looking to work with a company, I'm looking at their values. I'm looking at how they show up. I'm looking at, like again, that relationship with their customer and then the relationship that they have with me. So many people don't want to feel like a number. And so when you think about like on the email marketing side, you can definitely use it in a way to be able to not only pull from your current customer base, because everybody knows somebody, right? Right. And so making sure that you include that in into your monthly newsletter or weekly newsletter, like even if it's a little blurb at the bottom, and then what you can do is you can take your application link and you can create a tag, which I know this is getting very technical, but you can create a tag to then track anybody who clicks over to that link and you can follow back up with them. And then you can create a sequence that then allows for you to be able to figure out, okay, who are these people? Are they good candidates for us? Would they be able to fill a specific role? Do they know somebody? And it starts to be able to allow for you to be able to create more of that personalized data to then be able to find those people for you, specifically through email. Yeah, and email sounds like it's very um, inexpensive. Yes. Yeah. I mean, you can get, like, for, like, most poor people, you can get started on MailerLite absolutely free. I will tell you that I think that the the biggest obstacle that a lot of business owners have is time. Like they don't have enough time in the day. And, you know, everybody's telling them in the industry, you got to be posting X amount of time on social media. You got to be engaging with your audience, but they don't even have time because they're just trying to survive in their business. What kind of advice would you give to those individuals? Oh man, let me tell you what, quality over quantity. I think that there's like a huge shift, especially within social media of like, we were in like a, like a feed where it was like time-based. So people would go through the process of posting every hour. So that way you would see what they're doing. Now it's definitely like shifting to be more of like, people want to see quality content. You know, for me, like I'm really quickly, I'm like moving past the video that's not edited very well, or like the sounds really off because like for me, like those little pieces are really incredibly important for me as well too. Now, if somebody needs assistance, that's where you can come in, right? Let me tell you, so social media is no longer my jam. However, email (laughs) marketing is. So one of the things that I've like learned through that process was like narrowing down my focus and just like being super specific on what I do. So that way um, it just allows for better results for everybody when I'm just like in one zone of genius, because that's what I that's what my ADHD loves. One focus. (laughs) I mean, why did you why did you kind of lean toward the email marketing versus the social media marketing? So for me, um, I am just like, I'm very authentic. Like for me, I really like to be authentic, right? So like I love like very much so unedited things. When I show up in my Instagram stories, it's just me. Like there isn't like all the extra frills and all the things. And so for 
What I really like to focus on is again, that relationship. And it's a lot easier for me to write an email in a Google doc, paste it into a like email marketing service than it is to go and edit a whole video or to create a whole thing or this, or like think about the hashtags. Like I prefer simple. And I really found that email marketing was like really the simplest way for me to build a like one-on-one relationship with somebody that gave me like the best ROI in the process. Nice. So you have like a, a dashboard that you keep track of just different stuff for, right? Yeah. And a lot of times like your email marketing platform tracks all of that for you too. So a lot of times it allows for you to be able to see like, okay, who clicked on what tag? Like who are my interested leads? Who are the people who have purchased from me? What have they? Like you can create so many levels of data and depending on your company type, like there's there's other email marketing platforms as well too besides MailerLite that could then help your business as well. And you're, and you're saying what? Miller Lite? Miller Lite. <laughs> Oh my God, I thought you were saying the beer. No. I'm like, I'm liking this email platform already. (laughs) Okay, Hannah, quickly change the subject. Okay, okay, okay. Uh, um, You you noted down here, getting started with conversational email marketing, regardless of company size. What do you say to those smaller companies who are not sure if they want to jump into this? It can be so simple. Like, you know, a lot of times, you know, you think about like when you start a new project within your business, it has to be this whole big thing. And for email marketing, it truly doesn't have to be. Like the most important thing that you need is you need to have a form so people can opt in legally. And you have to have at least one email that once they opt in, they then receive some form of communication with you. And so for me, like when we think about like the conversational email marketing, it's not about like you talking all about yourself and what you like on a level of like, here's an advertisement about me. But for me, like when I focus on writing my emails and especially that confirmation email, like that first touch point that they have, I want to make it all about you. Like, what are you currently struggling with? What are you currently feeling? How can I then support you within that? And so a lot of times that comes in the form of like an opt-in or um, a content upgrade, um, which can be a whole thing as well, too, of like being able to creatively find a way that'll serve your audience and then also create them into your next best customer. So you you clearly know a lot about marketing and marketing in, I, I feel like in most cases, there are some people that don't think that it's important, but what they that it's a huge mistake. It's a pitfall because it's critical to an organization to get the word out about what your services are, what you do, what your mission, your goals are. Um, so you clearly know a lot about all of that. You probably also know about some of the some bad practices. What are some things that maybe people are doing? They think they're on the right train, but they're not. Oh, okay. So image heavy emails are sometimes a pain for the person on the other side. So again, thinking about that relationship, I'm always thinking about everybody else and like their experience with my emails. And so a lot of times I prefer and often advise people to use more plain text emails as opposed to image heavy. So to give it like a better example of that, a lot of times it'll be like people will make Canva images and then paste them all into an email and be like, here's a newsletter. Um, sometimes. That's what we do. <laughs> we, you've got our attention. <laughs> sometimes when. Those, <laughs> sometimes when those images come over onto a mobile device, it's, oh. they have to like open. And it's like. Listen, again, simplicity. A lot of people are reading their email on their couch. And like for me, I got a four-year-old next to me pulling on my hair asking, when can I have some more queso, which he now calls yummy. Um, (laughs) And it's one of those things where, you know, I I always think about it, and again, in the light of the person on the other side. So when you use a plain text email, 
that text is going to then um, essentially change based off of the uh, or the user's phone size or the computer size automatically, as opposed to it being an image. So, so we use Constant Contact. Is that is that what it's called? Yeah. And then there's the, there's Mailchimp and all that, and they say that they like basically alter it to each device. But is is there is that still problematic? It can be. Um, I have seen that before. Even when I opened like another organization's like defiance email, sometimes I'm like, hold on, I gotta like open that a little bit so I can see it. Um, same thing. And I think also too, like it can be a healthy balance of the two because I understand the value in imagery and visuals. Yeah. And I think they're super incredibly important. But I prefer to look at it as using it in a header format as opposed to like giving them the entire potato. So like all of the information within like just that one image. How often do you email in a week, like to different people that are on your subscription? So usually weekly uh, for some of my companies that I work with who have a lot like larger subscriber base. So, you know, usually anywhere from like 20K plus, that's going to look more of like two emails a week because we segment based off of their audience. Wow. Well, you clearly got it going on. I we're gosh darn it. Time went by fast talking to you. You've got a lot of wisdom. Well, the other thing I kind of just wanted to, to talk to you has nothing to do with marketing is just how are you enjoying your time back in Defiance County, Ohio? Oh, man. It's been a breath of, like, fresh air. Like, because I was born and raised here. I spent the entire life. Like, my family's here. Um, and so for me, like, it's just like, I really miss Cabin. <laughs> <laughs> that was like my number one thing where and I always came back. I was like, I just want some cabin, please. Cause like no <laughs> other coffee shop literally would come close to cabin fever. That's like, awesome. And, yeah. and my travels of like going like even Columbus and I was like, this is just not it. This is not cabin. <laughs> um, but it's so nice to be able to just like be in a really amazing community that allows for me to be able to raise my, my kiddo and to just like have him supported. And it's just so incredibly amazing to also have my family here too. That's awesome. Well, any, any last words of wisdom, encouragement, where people can reach out to you if they want to get to know you a little bit better? Yeah. So honestly, if I can give one tip of advice, it's just to get started. Like there's so many places in my life that even I'm looking back in like my entrepreneurial career that if I wouldn't have just like press the go button or just taking that first step, there's, I would have never, I would not, I definitely would not be sitting in this chair. I do find that a lot of times people are afraid to get started because they want everything to be perfect. And here's a newsflash. It will never be perfect. You got to go and then you just keep pivoting and, you know, reorganizing and you just, you learn from those different things that make you pivot. Yes. Oh man. I've learned a lot of lessons over the past five years, but yes, a hundred percent. And so for me, um, yeah, just get started Just start doing the things. Like when I first started sending emails, they were really messy. And like I mentioned, they were about my dog. So like, you know, <laughs> like we've come a long way. Um, if you want to find me, uh, you can definitely find me over like Instagram is my favorite place to hang out. It's at Ashley K DeLuca. Um, or you can also find me at my website, which is Ashley K DeLuca.com. Well, Ashley DeLuca, love your name. I I, I've only known you for just a, a brief amount of time, but I already like you and it, it, it I'm telling you right now, you have a lot of knowledge, and I would encourage everybody that's listening to this podcast, reach out if you need some marketing advice or tips, because she's a wealth of knowledge, and she is from Defiance County, Ohio. Any other last words, Hannah? No. Well, thanks again for joining us for the Working It podcast. Um, You feel free to reach out to our office at Defiance County Economic Development, and make sure you reach out to Ashley. Thanks for listening. 
Thank you for joining us. Find all of our Working It podcast episodes on our website, defiancecountyed.com, or your favorite podcast app like Apple, Google, or Spotify.